Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to today's episode of the 15 Minutes of Fame podcast. I'm your host, of course, Erica with Celeb Connect, and this is the second podcast of our new speaker series, and today we're talking uh, to customer service and sales expert Chris Gibson all the way from, he's in Calgary today. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Erica. I'm in Calgary today, but I'm actually from British Columbia on the West Coast, so it's, we're a long way away from you guys. The 15 Minutes of Fame podcast, your destination to learn from people that are passionate about their business and have amazing stories to tell. Are you ready to elevate your expectations of what you thought was possible? It's time to get inspired. Um, So let's get started. So your presentation is called The One Degree Difference. Can you tell me what exactly that means? The One Degree Difference is all about differentiating yourself from your competitors competitors and to you ever work with those people that sort of hit a glass ceiling and they don't get above that glass ceiling and as, as a senior manager in a large organization I've always wondered what that was you start to study it and what allows people to uh, reach to higher heights than other people and it usually comes down to the fact that they differentiate themselves and they provide that one degree difference over other people and this trip every trip I take and I travel pretty much every week mm-hmm. um, gives you new material or new insight to what I believe is the one degree difference. So as I flew from Vancouver to Calgary the other day um, on WestJet, they always treat me really nice there and it's good. Um, I believe they differentiate themselves from the competitors by providing a, a, a bit of a higher level of service, not a huge level, but a little higher level of service, which is that one degree difference. And then when I get to the airport in Calgary, I go to the rental car agency and I had booked a full size car. And I get there and there's five staff members sitting at the counters. And this is a, a real good indicator of first impression. So there's five staff people at the counter um, sitting, waiting for customers. There's no other customers in the terminal. And when I get to the gentleman who put his head up first, um, he just seemed like he didn't really care that I was there or was going to spend money with the organization. Mm-hmm. And so he said that, that unfortunately that, they didn't have any full-size cars ready, and it would just be a few minutes till they brought the keys up, and I'd be on my way. I said, great, because I had dinner plans. I had to get going. Mm-hmm. And uh, 10 minutes goes by, still no keys. 15 minutes goes by, still no keys. I go back to the counter. I'm very nice to him, but he wasn't very nice to me. And uh, I could tell he was annoyed that I came back up. So he said, well, we do have a car for you. We just don't have any full-size cars. So he gives me a, a much smaller version and downsizes me. And then mm-hmm. I get my car, and it's filthy. Like, it's just filthy. And I thought, does this organization know by having this employee that I believe wasn't trained um, in customer service that I will never rent from them again? And I'm a heavy user of rental cars. I will never, ever come back to that kiosk again because of one individual. And that's the importance of bringing the one degree difference to any organization so that you don't have an individual that could lose you a customer that you've spent a lot of money you know, luring into your organization by offering this level of service, and then they just don't deliver. But does this also kind of apply to to um, to retention of people within the business, along with customer retention? That's probably one of the most difficult things that that companies face today is is you know the, the retention of customers, mm-hmm. as opposed to finding new customers. It's much easier to keep a customer than to find a new one. Yeah. And some of the the um, data out there and, and I was working for uh, an insurance company and we were doing, my team was doing some research on 
what is it that exceeds expectations? Because if you can exceed someone's expectations, they're 800% more likely to return to your organization as opposed to going somewhere else. And so when this client of mine came to me and said, so what is it that exceeds expectations in the insurance industry? When someone comes in to buy their car insurance, for example, what is it that exceeds their expectations? What can we do to provide that one degree difference? So my team and myself started by researching their, their customer input and we gathered all the transactions from a one week period and we called the customers to ask them what their experience was. And it was really interesting when it came back because I was curious myself to see what it would be because the Harvard School of Business is very clear that um, when you exceed expectations, that is the biggest thing that leads to customer retention. So when we got the information back and I met with the owner and we had researched six of his offices, it was astounding to me the, the answers that we found. And when we went through the offices, it, it, it was very clear that the customer service scores were pretty high. They were high. But when it came to exceeding expectations, that was a whole different number. And it ranged anywhere from 8% to 50%, whereas the customer service acceptance scores were up over the 90%. So when we started looking at the, the offices that were higher, it became clear very quickly that the customers that ex said their expectations were exceeded had the same common denominator um, over and over again. And that was so simple. It simply came down to the agent that I dealt with cared about me. Mm -hmm. And then we would probe further and say, well, what do you mean they cared about you? Well, they asked me questions, you know, about what I was doing this summer. And I didn't realize that there was a product available that if I travel down to the United States and have an accident down there, you know, there's this product and it's only $2 a month. They'll fly me home. They'll provide a rental car for me. They'll pay for my hotels and my meals. If I'm, if I'm seriously hurt, they'll fly my family down to see me. All of those costs were just $2 a month. It was, a, it was an amazing value. So when we went back and double-checked whether it was a price-value thing, that was the greatest part about that piece of research was that 92% of the customers that had rated their expectations had been exceeded, had spent more money on their insurance than what they came in with with their original renewal notice. So it, it, it shows that that price value is so huge that customers will pay more if they're feeling that they get that value from that. And that exceeded their expectations. And every one of them said that they would come back to that location absolutely for sure the next time. So let's say you have an organization and, you know, of course you want to make more money and you want to exceed your customers' expectations. Um, how do you teach people? I mean, how difficult is it to change the culture of an organization to increase that customer service? Um, that's, that, that's the million-dollar question. Yeah. And <laughs> I always tell my clients that it's not super heavy lifting, but it is super heavy focus. And there's so many things that an organization can do. And, and I'll give you an example. I love when my clients will do the, the mirror, mirror um, assignment that I give them. And we ask them to take their organization and then assume there's another organization. Let's say it's a retail store. Um, there's another retail store across the street and they have the same furniture. They have this exact same products. They have the exact same budget. They have the exact same amount of staff. Sit down and do that brainstorming about what is it that you can do that will have those customers come to your side of the street versus the other side of the street mm -hmm. and really, really focus on exceeding those expectations. And I think that, you know, all of us, when we experience great service, it stands out in our mind. 
Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to the, the real minute point, it usually comes back to caring about someone. And whether that's, you know, whether you're internal uh, customers in a big, large organization, it's your colleagues or peers. When I checked into my hotel two days ago, you know, I was tired. It was a long trip. And the girl was so great at the front desk. She said, you must be thirsty. Can I get you a bottle of water? And I thought, well, wow, that's great. You know, usually they want to charge you a lot of money for a bottle of water. She gave me that bottle of water. And as I was walking to the elevator, there was a, a popcorn machine with fresh popcorn and little bags. And I grabbed a little bag. I don't think I've been that happy checking into a hotel in the <laughs> past year. And it was, it was just that little thing that um, differentiated themselves from someone else. And that's the type of things that organizations have to start to look at that mirror, mirror assignment and find out what they can do to sort of provide that one degree difference that will help differentiate themselves. Um, you know, at Slub Connect, we really, we really believe that, you know, our customer service um, is, is what makes us different than a lot of our competitors. Um, and I'm curious what your opinion is that, you know, today in the age of technology and social media, is customer service, um, in your opinion, more important than it's ever been? Absolutely. I mean, one bad Google review can affect your business these days. So, you know, companies now are more and more aware that, you know, the online social media can make a difference uh, to their organizations and to, to the customer choice. You know, people go online to read reviews and decide who they're going to do business with and who they're going to spend their money with. So, yes, I would agree. That's more important than ever. Yeah. And I guess a lot of the time, too, um, you know, you might not see people face to face as often. So when you actually do see a human in front of you, um, you know, that's that's their, their one opportunity to really go above and beyond. So, yeah, I, I agree. I knew you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny I, I i went to the disney school um a few years back and they have it nailed they have a complete matrix at every single employee and they don't call them employees they call them cast members and they have a matrix that they're so well trained and they understand that they have an opportunity at every customer interaction to add value to that and one thing about the one degree difference we go over the disney model and in some detail to take a look at how they lay that matrix out and how they're able to uh, bring about that cultural of culture of valued guests at every single interaction. And one great example they give is the most, do you know what I'll ask you, Erica, do you know what the co- most common asked question to a Disney park representative is? Wow. That is a very, Where's the washroom? <laughs> I have no idea. That's number two. Oh, okay. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, but it's, it's the, the number one question is, hello, do you work here? And what they found by this question was some of their cast members were being a little sarcastic saying, you know, no, I'm wearing the Mickey ears for nothing, making that customer feel a little awkward. So they even get to the granular level of saying, so someone asks them, excuse me, do you work here? They don't just simply say yes. They say, yes, may, how may I help you? Because they know they're looking for help. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And then if they ask the question, where is the washroom? How do you add value to that? And they do that by simply saying something like, um, yes, there are several washrooms you can go to, but I see you have small children and there's some lineups. So there's one here that's about 20 feet away. But if you go to the one that's about hundred feet away, it's all in the shade and there's a baby change table there. And it's a little bit bigger facility for your family. So add value in every single customer interaction and you've nailed the one degree difference. 
I think great customer service is, you know, not necessarily treating everyone the same, but really looking at that person and seeing what their individual needs are. Like you said, guiding people to a washroom if they have small kids that may be, you know, less busy or just really thinking about someone like you who arrives at a hotel. Oh, you must be really thirsty. Like, let me get you a bottle of water. I think that's, that's great. And I, I think too, people that work in an organization um, that has great customer service are probably a lot happier to be working for that organization as well, because it makes them feel good to help other people too. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's for sure. And you know, if people book the, my keynote, the one degree difference, you're going to have a lot of laughs. We have a lot of fun. It's a very, very entertaining, you know, 60 to 90 minute presentation. And you're even going to have some tears too, Erica, you'll have that emotional <laughs> happy cry. Um, cause that's what I believe you need to do. You need to touch people. And that's what the one degree difference does. It will touch people and, it will leave a message that will last them a lifetime. I love it. I love it, Chris. I have so many questions here on my screen, but I just feel like we've talked about all of them. Um, is there anything that, you know, if you want to leave people listening to this podcast, you know, business owners, um, you know, what's one, one thing you'd want to leave them with, one thing that they should know about customer service and creating really happy customers? I, th I think everyone has the ability to draw the best out of most people but it takes daily focus. You know, the best golfer in the world that just won the, the uh, FedEx Cup, he, he, you know, he did not leave and, and go take two or three months off. He went right back to the practice range to get better. He's the best in the world, but he will practice every single day, even though he's the best in the world. And it doesn't, there's no difference between the service that we provide our customers. Do we practice that every day? Do we focus on that every day? And that's where organizations can win when they, they put it into that daily focus. I love it. That's great advice. So Chris, uh, people can find you on our website, celebconnect.ca, but is there, I mean, where else can people find you? Is there anything else you're up to that you want to share? Uh, well, I, I work for corporate customers, so it's not open to the public. They book me privately, but I'm at chrisgibson.ca as well. And you can watch my video on Celeb Collect, Celeb Connect, or on, on chrisgibson.ca. And I uh, would love to chat to the people in the Maritimes. Awesome. Well, I'm going to bring you out here soon. So you can chat to some people out here in Halifax and in Atlanta, Canada. And just want to thank you so much for joining us today. You bet. Thank you, Erica. And thanks, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Chris. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Thanks. Bye. -bye. Bye.